The 1990s were a time of significant issues and events, both in our province and across Canada. And right here in Manitoba, the Honourable Gary Philman was in the Premier's chair through it all. In a recollection of his more than 11 years atop Manitoba's government, His Honour Gary Philman has released a book commemorating that time in history. The book is called Yes We Did, Leading in Turbulent Times. The Honourable Mr. Philman shared more about the process with me in a conversation. It was a labour of love for me. I had been asked about it, about doing a book by journalists, by academics, by friends, saying, you know, there was a really uh, amazing decade there that you were in the Premier's chair for, and a lot of things happened, and, and nobody can tell your story, so why don't you tell it? And I kept putting it off and putting it off, but finally I did it, and I'm really happy I did. One of the things I appreciated most is that the book uh, starts with an emotional aspect. We actually get to know your life story in your early beginnings and childhood. And and it, we get all of the feels when we hear about your mother planting an apple tree from a seed or a lemon tree from seed. You came from some, some awfully humble roots. And I don't know if everybody was always aware of that. Probably not. I didn't try and hide it, but uh, there's no question that uh, uh, because of what I was doing and, and the position I was in, nobody really looked back and said, well, what did he come from? I actually wrote that first part of it as a small little book for my grandchildren a couple of years earlier because I, I wanted them to know who they come from, what their history is, uh, what stock they, they carry, so to speak. And so... Uh, uh, it, it was a, an emotional time when I did that because I did it for the grandchildren and then we folded it into being the early part of the book. Yeah. Now, you mentioned there were journalists and pe- members of your team who encouraged you to get this book out and, and get the chapters together and written for people to read. Uh, Barbara Bigger, who is my aunt and was a member of your initial team, said that there was some pressure on you for, for decades already to get this done. So what made this the right time? Well, that's a, a, a great question because I, uh, joking, this is, this is a facetious story, but it's true. I used to have lunch occasionally with Duff Roblin when he was still alive, and uh, I asked him when he was approaching 80 years of age, and he had been out of office for well over 20 years, and I, I said, uh, Duff, um, you know, you've never written your memoirs, and uh, uh, tell me why. And uh, he said, well, Gary, with this droll uh, voice, he said, uh, I've been waiting for everybody I'm going to write write about to die and uh, <laughs> so I said well okay uh, I don't think I want to wait that long but anyway uh, I got very busy after uh, you may know that after I left office I was uh, a member and chair of Canada Security Intelligence Review Committee I was on numerous corporate boards uh, and, and a number of non-profit boards and so I finally said well you know, if I don't do it now, then it's never going to get done. And it just sort of became, well, this is the time. So about five years ago, I started writing vignettes or uh, little uh, uh, snippets of things that I remembered and remembered well and said, this must be a part of my book. And uh, eventually I had over 35 of them and we folded it all together as being the basis of a manuscript that it ultimately turned into the book. 
Chapter 36 recounts the flood of 97 and the steps taken to deal with the aftermath. One of the most significant flood protection measures in Manitoba is the Red River Floodway. And as a young engineering student, Gary Philman was a part of the design of the structure. Interestingly, it came full circle as he saw it in action as Premier. Well, I... Uh went into engineering mostly because some really good friends of mine were going in and I didn't know what I was going to do when I was finishing high school. And um, so I joined them in first year engineering and uh, ultimately I liked engineering and I particularly enjoyed hydraulics and water resources. And I had a tremendous prof there who, uh, Professor Cooper, who was a world-renowned expert and uh, had been a part of the original uh, development of the floodway uh, concept for for the government. And so then when it came time, just by total accident, uh, uh, as I went to work for a consulting firm, they needed somebody to take over the model testing that was going on of the actual floodway de- development. And um, I was available, the firm made me available to the university. And so I went out there and I conducted the model testing on the, the, several of the floodway structures. And that meant that I was really kind of there on the early part of the development of the floodway. And I was fascinated by it. So uh, it was in my mind then for the rest of the time as I followed when it was completed and all the things that it meant to Winnipeg as uh, on many occasions leading up to even 97, I, there was I think 17 occasions in which the floodway had to be utilized uh, in the spring runoff. And so I always was feeling proud of my little bit of a role in it and also a great admirer of Duff Roblin for having had the courage and the political sense to go ahead with it. Well, it certainly seems like some kind of divine intervention for you to be behind the initial Red River floodway engineering process and then later to be in the position that you were in in 1997. Very interesting to see how that all came to be. Exactly, Jamie. As I sat, looked back on it and thought about it, I thought, how on earth would this happen that the person who's doing the model testing ultimately becomes the, the, the person who's in the premier's chair watching it in, in action. Yeah, thank goodness you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> now, your first campaign effort was something out of a movie. I couldn't even sleep after I read that chapter because I felt like so much anticipation of did it work going door to door, being soaked in the rain, but uh, it seemed to work out well for you, although you did learn that uh, the voting happened to be very close, even though you put in so much effort. Looking back, I mean, I I want to ask the question, would you have done anything differently? I'm sure you would, knowing the resources that are available now, but at the time it seemed to work. It did work, Jamie, and I think the reason it did work was because I actually did get to go to almost every door in that whole area that I was running for city council uh, for, and the, I, I didn't have any uh, extra time, so I had to do it day after day after day. I'd started at uh, 1 o'clock. I went to the office from 7.30 in the morning and then uh, went home for a quick bite, went to, to work from 1 o'clock on, and as I say, even my eldest daughter after school, she was about 11 years old, came with me door to door and 
And it seemed as though that that was an attractive thing to a lot of the elderly people living in my area. They thought anybody who could have this child with him is probably an okay person. Yeah. And then as I uh, say in the, in the little story, um, I almost ran out of time because of the fact that uh, the, the weather turned. I was having to walk in the rain. It was absolutely crazy. But I felt in the end, because I didn't have lawn signs, that's how naive I was. I thought, well, they'll know me. Uh, if I go to every door, then they'll, they'll remember me. And I think to a large extent, it did work. Mm -hmm. In fact, it became a central part of all of my campaigning after that. And I won many, many campaigns at the provincial level because I did go door to door and I did believe in it. And that is His Honour Gary Philman, former Premier of Manitoba from 1988 to 1999. His Honour has released a book called Yes We Did, Leading in Turbulent Times, which can be found with a quick Google search or at McNally Robinson bookstores.